I think that there uh, are three major players in the Jewish faith. <clears throat> and the first one, like, like the bare minimum you would have to know <clears throat> as a Jewish person is these three guys. Okay, the first one, any guess? This is, all, I would, this is fun. You can raise your hand, you can shout it out. Abraham, good. And Abraham was big. I mean, he was a big deal because the whole promise of the covenant was given to Abraham, right? The Jewish people would multiply. He would be the father of many nations. Second one, Moses. Moses is a big deal. I'm going to get to that in a second. Third, David, right? And why is David a big deal? Because the Davidic line, the Messiah would come from the Davidic line. So you can make arguments for other people, but I'm going to say those are the three major players. Of those three, who's the greatest? Not David. Huh? Moses. And why is Moses the greatest? I would argue because Moses spoke directly to God. It said that He spoke to God as one man speaks to another, face to face. And that's what gave him so much authority. That's why he was so influential and the most significant person, I think, in Jewish history, because he knew God. Now, think about this. If every time I went into that sacristy, you saw like a glow of light shoot through those that stained glass. And when I came out, I was glowing and my face was white. And I was like, I just spoke to God. Would you listen to me? I don't I mean, you don't really listen to me now, but would you listen to me then? Yeah, I bet you would. I bet if you knew that God was speaking directly to me, that when I came out, you would listen to me. And this is why the saints have so much power. Because when you spoke to them, it was like speaking to God. Because they were so intimately connected to God that they actually were a conduit. So when you saw them, you were seeing God. <clears throat> I mean, think about this. John, St. John Vianney, the great confessor, right? The patron saint of diocesan priests. He lived in this little town of ours. I don't know, maybe 100 people. By the end of his life, they had to build a set of train tracks that stopped in ours. Because like 100,000 people every year were coming to him just to have a two-minute confession. They said on average, John Vianney had a two-minute confession. Why? Why were people coming so far? Because they wanted to encounter God. I had this uh, the awesome opportunity to experience what this is like when I met John Paul II. I mean, John Paul II, there was just something that just, you know, kind of radiated from the guy. I'm telling you, when I met him, <laughs> you know, I, I kissed his ring and I said to him, I said, holy, I was 18 years old. I was an idiot, right? Still am. <laughs> but, but I remember in that moment, I met him and I kissed his ring and I was like, I didn't know what to say. 18 year old, what do you say to the Pope, you know? And you know, this guy's a saint and I'm already crying. I don't know why, but it was just something that just kind of like filled me when I got around. And I said to him, I was like, please pray for me and my family. And he looked like directly into my eyes and he's like, I will. And I remember just like feeling like I was floating at that moment. I mean, John Paul II, at that moment, he could have told me to do anything and I would have done it. He'd have been like, do 10 jumping jacks. Okay. Be a priest. Okay. <laughs> in fact, he did that one time. <clears throat> he was in, the, in his motorcade 
And he, st- I don't know why. I mean, I, I do know why, because he probably, the Lord told him to tell. He stopped the motorcade and looked at this young man and he said, you are going to be a priest of the diocese of Rome. And you know what happened? He became a priest of the diocese of Rome. Good priest. Because they just have this power. You know God, when you know somebody knows God, you trust them. You trust what they have to say. But I think we underestimate Moses. If you ask the average person who Moses was, at best, I think you would get two things. What would you say the first one is? Huh? The Ten Commandments, right? Moses got the Ten Commandments. And what was the other crazy thing that Moses did? Split the Red Sea. I think that was about as much as you would get. And in fact, you guys, that's not what made Moses great. I mean, those are cool. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) If you saw me split the Missouri, you might listen to me then as well. But what made him great was he spoke to God. And that's why the people listened to him. Moses was everything. He was the bridge to God. Yet he was still a man. And even Moses, in all of his humility, like John the Baptist in the New Testament says, I'm not the guy. There is somebody coming after me. And that's what we hear in today's first reading. He says, God will raise up someone like me. It's almost like Moses saying, someone that's going to be like me, but more than me. Because he's going to speak in the very place of God. And then you look at the gospel. Right? And in the gospel, the people, after hearing Jesus speak, and then he casts out this demon, they say, what is this? A new teaching with authority. Why do they say this? Because Jesus, by casting out the evil spirit, proves himself to be stronger than evil. Who's the only one that's stronger than the devil? God himself. And why are the people so shocked? Because Jesus, when the man is convulsing, the demonic man, he doesn't say, in the name of Yahweh, come out of him. He looks at the man and says, quiet, come out of him. He is speaking from his own person. And that's why the people are so shocked. The word for authority in Greek is exousia which means from the being. What does that mean? Jesus speaks out of his own person, out of his own substance. He's not relying on somebody else for his authority. And this is why the people are so shocked. And he shows his sovereignty over the natural order, over the devil himself, over Moses, again and again through the gospel. And you guys, this is what Christianity, our faith, either rises or falls upon. The truth of Jesus, is he God or not? And if he's not, then why are we even here? I'm the biggest loser. Because I gave my whole life to it. But if he is God, then we better start taking him a bit more seriously, I think. And I include myself in that. Because I think we play around with the notion of being a disciple, being a Christian. I recently heard this story. Benedict Rochelle, you know him? <clears throat> the, he's uh, the founder of the CFRs, the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. 
and they were in, I think, New York, and they had the Metropolitan Art Museum had a Franciscan art exhibit. So all, you know, the history of Franciscans and, I don't know, iconography and paintings and all this stuff. And because Father Benedict was there, they asked him if him and the order would like a private viewing before it opened to the public. Because it's, you know, part of their order. And he said, that would be great. So they go in and for a couple hours they get to walk around and enjoy and pray with the Franciscan art. And at the end of it, they come out of the Met and there's a huge line of people waiting to come in. And he said that as, he walk, as they walked, you know, they're all habited, big beards, you know. As they walked past, this lady stopped him and said, Excuse me, are you part of the exhibit? Or are you the real thing? And he said, It hit me so hard. Am I just pretending to be in Franciscan? Or am I the real thing? And I think the world looks at Christians right now and asks that question. I think they want to stop every single one of us and say, wait, wait, wait. Are you like part of the exhibit? Or are you the real thing? The saints were the real thing. And they were attractive. They were conduits of God's love, of his mercy, of his grace, of his power. And it's because they believed in the depth of their bones that he was God. I think our question today that we have to ask really deep in our hearts is the question that rings throughout the gospel, throughout the centuries. And Jesus says to his disciples, who do you say that I am?